Good love our gracious queens Are true and just queens Their time has come United Queendom United Queendom is sponsored by Q-Bar who provide the best gay night out in London. Enjoy Q-Bar, Q-Club, Little Q and She-Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and, despite the name, limited queuing. Hello, I'm Ed Dyson, podcaster, comedy writer and stay-at-home dad with no children. And I'm Sam Dowler, journalist, broadcaster and co-host with The Mo Host. And we host... United United Queendom! The number one British drag race podcast. Although our brand tends to be more number twos. Thanks for Tina turning us on. Now let's get on with the show already. Welcome. Uh, um, oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, so, sorry. I feel much better for that. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> it's, this... just, it's just a shame you had to do a fake one because normally you do real ones. <laughs> what would you mean fake one? <laughs> Oh. No, this episode's <laughs> going to be a real gas, and we don't want, we don't want to be party poopers, but um, some of our jokes are really going to stink, and I'm sorry about it. But <laughs> let's... No change no change there, but I mean, <laughs> do, don't we have to do a, a, a spoiler-free zone? <gasps> Sam, I'm so proud of you. You never remember the spoiler-free POV. I mean, you got the name wrong, but you were right, yes. So, <laughs> yes, let's do that. Let's, the, the fart is a bit of a spoiler, but we won't tell you why. But this episode is... It was a very interesting episode of Drag Race. What did you think of it? Um, yeah, it was really interesting, actually. And I've just watched um, Untucked, which has made it more interesting, I have to say, because um, it's slightly changed my mind about certain people. Um, Tearjerker. I really feel... Uh, yeah, I really feel that this episode has shown me who I want to be in my top three, who I want to go. I mean, it's the middle of the show. It's the middle of the series, rather. And, um, yeah, I'm I'm feeling like I know them at last. And I really feel like it's, it's a competition now. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? This episode really lit a fire under my ass, which was actually probably not a good week for it because <laughs> with all the gas coming out. But um, I actually wanted to talk about a couple of things that were not in the episode but oh, okay because um, there are two new drag queens bursting onto the scene mm-hmm. and probably going to be on drag race very soon but did we see ant and deck on saturday night oh. Takeaway? <laughs> well do you know what i'm glad i don't watch saturday night takeaway because i just find saturday night tv and ant and deck really annoying um but <laughs> but i do like the fact that they they went full hog, do you know what I mean? It wasn't just like a crappy, a crappy drag. They looked like you know. a full hog. No, they looked amazing, actually. Especially Anne. Anne looked fierce as fuck. Well, they looked like proper drag queens. So, I mean, obviously they did, you know, they did everything like they did the eyebrows. I mean, do we know if they tucked or not? I don't know, but I know Raven painted Ant, so that explains why she looks so good. And who painted Deck was, I forget her name, but she's the winner of, um, what's that makeup show called? I forgot what oh called. wow! I love that makeup show. Uh, I do, up. but yeah, glow up. That's it. Um, and who was also on uh, something else? So she painted deck. So they had the proper pros behind them. So Raven and, was there. How come? I thought Raven lived in America. Well, RuPaul was there, so I think I assume that they're filming maybe UK at the moment or something. RuPaul was in the audience. RuPaul did the introduction to the show, but not in drag. So she was like the, they have a, I don't like Saturday Night Takeaway either. I find it a really annoying show. Mm. I do like Ant and Deck. I do think they're legends and I thought this was legendary. But yeah, they got um, Raven painting Ant. 
Well, that is good. So I'm sure she got a good uh, good payday for that. So good for her. But um, oh, I'll have to watch that bit now. I'm, I'm assuming it's just a clip. I won't have to watch the whole show, will I? Have to see the Rue. performance is on YouTube. I'll send you the link. It's very good. There's Lawrence Cheney, the Vivian, and um, Crystal Versace do like a verse, and then Ant and Deck do theirs and call themselves Maria Antoinette and Donna Lee, which are quite funny names. I mean, I say funny, not that funny. Mildly amusing. Um, I do. So I did read some of the. Um, There's a bit of press about it, obviously, and it said, you know, they that they sung with um, drag race drag race winners, the Vivian Lawrence Cheney and Christopher Tucci, and I thought, oh, it's nice for Crystal to be called a winner when she wasn't. She did win. <laughs> Pardon? Are you are you in denial? Wait, what? She won. What? What did she win? Are you, think, are you thinking of a different Crystal? Christopher Sanchez won UK season three. Oh, great, oh. <laughs> great podcasting, Sam, honestly. <laughs> my God, my mind just went... Who did you think won? Hell of a day. I don't... Do you know what? I don't know. Do you know I what? There know is what? a lot of... You know, people make fun of RuPaul because he can't remember who won the seasons, but there are a lot these days and it is hard to keep up. But I do remember who won the fucking seasons, bitch. So at least one of us came to work today, to quote Miranda Priestley. <laughs> But also, I think I think it's my COVID brain still because I couldn't remember. I was writing something today and I couldn't remember Henry Cavill's name, and I was going through Henry my brain. Henry Cavill, and I just, sorry, I'm doing my own China impression. And I <laughs> and I just couldn't. I couldn't remember his name and I, at all, and I had to look it up. And like, oh, I'm sorry, everyone. Please don't. COVID please don't. brain. Who do you think you are, the Queen? All right. Oh my God! I just said oh, I nearly said R.I.P. No, Sam. Everyone sake. doesn't know that she's dead yet. They're not releasing it yet. So keep it. Let's keep it to ourselves for now. It's embargoed. No, no. no I'm sure just... she's alive. She is fine, but also, um, but also, yeah. No, I do definitely think I've got COVID brain because there's some things that have just fallen out of my brain that were definitely there before, and I just can't remember them. Oh, and it's, I and totally I... agree. I have the same thing. I mean, ironically, I cannot remember what it was, but there's some the other day where it just took me so long to get there, and it's like really obvious, mm. and it's like because this is quite scary. I really can't like make the connections to what I want to say. I'm just. Yeah, yes, just that's old, I really. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, well, you don't you don't have as much of an excuse about the eld- elderliness as I do, but um, you know. Well, at least I remember one thing, which is that we rate every episode out of ten, and we're the only ones who do it, and we've trademarked it, and it's patented, and no one else is allowed. And if, and if anybody else does it, we'll be coming for you in the courts. You'll in be the court hearing of law. from our lawyers. Which yeah. is Moon in a shirt. Um, <laughs> as opposed to his usual gown. Um, I, I am going to give it... Oh, I want to say... You've forgotten the number, say, haven't you? You're having say, another moment. What comes, what comes between nine and six? No. Yeah, so either, <laughs> seven or, either seven or eight. And I, I feel like I need you to help me. I put eight. But the thing is, I mean, I think a lot of people are saying this episode was one of the best ever. People are loving it. I liked it, but I really didn't. um, I'm I'm not like falling over myself like a lot of people seem to be. And I mean, we'll do spoilers from this point on. But the the running joke in the episode, I mean, if anyone knows me, knows that I am Mr. Toilet Humour. And anyone who listens to this podcast. But for some reason, the fart joke thing didn't like, I didn't find it that funny. It was funny to begin with, but it went on for too long, um, and it kind which, of overshadowed which my the act. Do, and, actually. and it <laughs> and the, yeah, <laughs> I, I blew myself out of bed with that one. Um, <laughs> no, and um, and it just went on too long. And I think the act, I think the acting was actually really quite funny, and it sort of detracted from it. So um, there's that, but also I found the stuff in 
the workroom was quite boring this episode as well and it was quite lengthy so um that's why i'm gonna give it a seven I agree. And the thing is, because what they did in the challenge was they didn't give them any punchlines because they knew that they were going to add to the farts. But it meant that we, it was very hard to tell, like you said, who did well and not well, because mm. like they usually give them something resembling jokes, whereas the farts did the jokes in this episode. Yeah, exactly. And it just, um, I don't know, there's just, it was just like, quite a lot of it that, that I found quite dull. I mean, the last half, I mean, the, um, yes, I said it was went on a bit long, but I thought, yeah, I thought the acting the acting was good. I didn't particularly like the runways because um, I don't I hate chaps anyway. Um, I and heard you it. love chaps. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love chats. <laughs> no. Um, so yeah, so yeah, um, yeah. Now we've discussed it. It's a seven from me. Okay, I'll come down to seven. I mean, maybe I'm being sour, a sour puss, in the words of Jasmine Kennedy, because I'm meant to be on holiday this week, and <laughs> COVID has meant that I'm not on holiday this week. So that's been... God for being, God for being, you bring your personal life into the scoring. Which well, you do all yeah. the time. <laughs> you really do that. Yes. So, but speaking of Jasmine, she enters. She'll be the, the worst judge on like a proper TV show. I'm going to say that was terrible because I've just had a bad day. So, um, sorry, everyone. Or in a court of law. You are going down for life because I had a paper cut this morning and it's just. I'm pissed off. <laughs> guilty! Guilty as charged! All of you, even those of you not in the defence, in the dock. Oh, you're, <laughs> you're all going down! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, Jas- uh, Jasmine enters the workroom and says, well, that was easy, which oh, is... Oh, which really turned my stomach right from the off. Oh, I loved it. I thought it was such a power move. And it's like tongue-in-cheek. She's not being a bitch, but it's like... Maddie did act as if she was going to send Jasmine home, and it's like, come on, Jasmine... Ma- Maddie did a floor. doo-doo right there on the stage, to be fair. <laughs> and Jasmine, she's just making a funny reference to it. So I like it. Um... And uh, by the way, Maddie, I don't know if you've seen, she released her runway that she would have done this week and it was probably the the best one or second best one. So we're already missing out on good runways because Maddie's not here. So well, don't worry. Don't worry. They would have, blink and you would have been able to miss it anyway because they'd have given her the shit, the shit edit. So, That's um, so you know, true. We difference. would have seen it because they edit her out. Yeah. Um, what they didn't add, edit out was Lady Camden saying she's got a fire under her ass now. So we know how we feel about that. That's strike one, Lady Camden, and you are my favourite, but please... Um, yes, we don't, we don't like that. But however, I have to say, um, she like just watching, just literally just watching that five minutes of Untucked made me a less disliking of Jasmine, um, and more liking of Lady Camden. I just love Lady Camden, her and Willow for the win. I absolutely agree. Um, what did you make of the argument between Daya and Georges about last week's result? Georges, a surprise win with the napkin. Sexy. Um, I think Georges is just really sweet. I think she's really cute and um, really funny. And, um, funny. I, you know, I don't, I don't, fun, yeah, I don't particularly want her to win, but um, I just think she's, um, she's sweet. And I just think, fuck you, Day, what, Daya, that's it was, Daya Betty. Um, she's like, stop going on about how you need to win. It's all about you. Which is, she really annoyed me. Daya and Deja can both fuck right off. Well, I didn't mind Daya because I was like, she said, well, you've already got the approval from Rue, from the judges. Why do you need it from me? And I was like, well, I kind of agree with that. It's like, yeah, you don't need to tell her that you didn't think she should have won. But also, George just shouldn't get that upset by it. Because it's like, well, you're already doing well. Just chalk mm. it up to Daya's bitterness. 
Yeah, because she's nice. She's been a Betty all all over again. Um, she's um, yeah, she's because George is nice, and it's not. And like to come out from a win and have somebody going, "Well, you didn't deserve that." I mean, how horrible! You don't need to say that. Say it to the VT. You don't just sit there with a fucking plum in your mouth like she did. And then George is like, "I put all my effort into this," as she's pulling it off, and it's like she's, she's literally just pulling off a piece of fabric. And it's like, she not she the pulled best a string. Moment. She pulled a string, and the whole thing fell to bits. <laughs> But then Jasmine's like, stop being a sourpuss and stop giving Crystal Method in her confessional. And it's like, when Jasmine's telling you you're being too bitter, it's time to take a long, hard look at yourself. Yeah, exactly. She's more lemon than lemon. Did you just fart then? For real? No, no, I didn't. I was just moving. It was a chair. Okay. Things, things do fall out of me when I move, but not this time. This is not an episode of Daytona Wind, so please let's just keep it clean. <laughs> Should we talk about, um, I don't know when's the right time to talk about Jasmine, her revelation, which isn't in Um I guess we could talk about it now, because I have mentioned Untucked more than once. Um, but um, it was, maybe we should talk about, well, let's talk about it when Untucked comes up, like when they leave the workroom, when they go back into the workroom. Okay, okay. Um... By the way, I loved Lady Camden's impression of Dyer and her moaning. So it's making me excited thinking Camden's going to do well in Snatch Game. I'm going to call it here. I think Camden might win Snatch Game. Oh, my God. Although um, maybe after this week, Willow might change and do Moira Rose and we'll see how that goes. Well, uh, she Moira... shouldn't. If she's planning to do Moira Rose, then she shouldn't have used it up that card already because we've seen it now. Mm. Well, well, we'll get to that anyway. So um, I thought George's was being quite funny, like when they were doing the rehearsals and stuff. Like when, when he was saying, when Rue was saying to do the, um, I've lost my bag, I've taken someone else's bag. That was funny. Come on. Um, well, you've skipped way ahead. We haven't. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so uh, we got in the workroom. They're out of drag and Daya, Daya apologises to um, George's. Were you buying the apology? Jasmine said it was fake. Um... No, fake. Um, I think it was fake. Di- I, I don't mind diabetes, but I mean, I do. She is getting right on my nerves, and she is like, like this is why Jasmine's getting on my nerves as well. It's just like, oh, I shouldn't have been safe. Oh, I need to have a win. It's like, what do you mean? You, everybody needs to have a win. That's why they're on the competition. Everybody wants to have a win. Nobody, you know, everyone's relieved when they're safe. But like, oh, it's just like so self centered. I'm not here to win. I am here just to make friends. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a competition for me. I'm just going to keep on going because I, I need some pals. Although I couldn't help but notice every week people are going home and it's really hit me. Eight weeks into the competition, <laughs> it really has just hit me. That, that's happening pretty much every week now. Uh, I kept wondering to begin with why people were leaving of their own accord. And now I've realised that they aren't. And, that, and it actually is a competition. And this is a competition and someone's going to win. Um, <laughs> so RuPaul introduces the new drama Daytona Wind. Okay, first of all, as soon as he said Daytona Wind, I thought of farts. It seems yeah, like, me too. Yeah, I mean, I didn't guess they were going to do this twist later, but I mean, I assumed it was a reference to that. And then later on, they were all like, oh, Daytona Wind. And I was like, why did you think it was called that? Like, it's well, drag they race. might have. Well, they might have thought, um, they might have thought, oh, it's obviously a reference to farting. But then when they did the filming and they had the script and there was no reference to farting, they probably just forgot about it. Yeah, I would have. I wouldn't have guessed what was to come. Although it was weird that there was a script with no punchlines and so many pauses. So I would have s- maybe smelt some sort of a rap. Pardon the pun. <laughs> um, some sort of a fart. So George just gets to sign the roles, and then Daya looks like she's regretting the argument, but she actually doesn't end up um, holding it against them, does she? She kind of does. no, and uh, and also I don't feel like there were any bad parts really in this. Like um, it was just all. 
um, quite middling. And um, I mean, I was enjoying the I was enjoying the Deo and the and the Georgia sort of like you know argument, but it wasn't it wasn't really going anywhere. No, and I was worried for Camden because reading is what hard, and she was struggling because <laughs> she couldn't seem to. But then we, it was hard to see if we were getting a false edit because she'd said, "I went to drama school." Oh, and it was like, <laughs> "Oh, when you say that, that's a really good. That's a really good impression." I know, and then I thought, "Oh shit, she, she's either going to win or be in the bottom this week," which thankfully was the more positive of the two. And then when she was struggling, I thought, "Oh, which way is this going?" Did you clock Deja's builder's bum? Mm, no, and I am thankful for that because it's not something I would want to see. Well, it was really unfair of the show because I'd, I thought they did that just to kind of, as a joke, to embarrass her. And I thought, that's not being very... Oh, you think it's fat shaming? Well, no, just any builder's bum, I think, is not that hot, is it? When you're just, like, on a couch in the room. Like, no matter who, which queen it was. I think everyone has... I mean, my ass is always hanging out. I don't, I don't think they needed to include that, and I think it was shady. I didn't notice that at all. If you, It was only for a second, but a lot of people online noticed it as well. She was just pulling up her... Hoisting up over a crack, and it's like, did we need to see that? It wasn't really that funny. It was a little bit gross. I mean, if it... there was some brown in it, then it would have been funny. <laughs> <laughs> if there was a, a whole heap of smearage, I mean, I'd laughed at that. Well, it would have been funnier than her performance later. Um, but RuPaul says it's about Joan Collins has taught us it's all about camera angles. Mm. Ha- have you met Joan Collins? Joan Collins? I have. <laughs> I've got a funny story, actually. Oh, um, I went to a party with um, my friend George. Um, Michael. He was... No, with George, no not George. <laughs> R.I.P. Um, no, he was working at Woman at the time. And um, so I think what Joan Collins was one of their big people. So then, you know, so to get lines off of her was great. And um, I, this was <laughs> this was in... This was in my very badly behaved stage, like... Um, <laughs> Which is ending I... any day now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've told you about the time that I got thrown out of Kate Moss's party and... But you haven't. Oh, my God. That's amazing. <sighs> haven't I? Haven't I? Because, because I... Because I... <laughs> right before... <laughs> Because I was really pissed, and I um, and I said to uh, Kevin Spacey, "You're one of ours, aren't you?" <laughs> what did you mean, paedophiles or gays? <laughs> <laughs> gays, and I got thrown out. And I met um, him once as well. He looked at me with complete disgust. But to be fair, I was at a palace ball. Everyone was in tuxes and gowns, and I was in a checkered shirt and jeans because I hadn't read the invite. And I was just—that <laughs> was his pervy look, not a look of disgust. You must have looked twinky AF. I actually did back then. Maybe maybe he was perving on me. We spoke. I mean, he he did he didn't want to do an interview. That much was clear. Well, I mean, well, he certainly didn't want to interview with me. And then apparently, um, I don't remember this at all. I got thrown out, and then apparently, I stood in the doorway voguing for another fifteen minutes on my own. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you're too drunk for Kate Boss's party. That is time to try to make you go to rehab. Yeah, because the PR called my flatmate and was like, your flatmate's a disgrace. I had to throw him out of this party. And when we threw him out, he was he, he was voguing for a further 15 minutes in the doorway. And like, he was really annoyed. Uh, I once got fired from a job because I got thrown out of a party because I was really drunk. And on the way out, they were like, are you going to write anything about it? And I went, no, it's shit. And then the next day they complained to my boss and then they let me go. And I was like, oh, I didn't realise it worked like that. But, you know, <laughs> lesson learned. I didn't realise if I was going to report on the party because you sent me there and you were paying me to do so and I told them it was shit and I wasn't going to do the job but they were going to sack me I thought that was counted as a review <laughs> you can quote me on this it was shit 
<laughs> well, um, so I was going to this party um, and he needed to get some, you know, quotes off of Joan. And I remember going up in the lift with um, Gloria Honeyford and she said something really pervy to me as well. It was really weird. Like, I said something about... Um, she was like, oh, I like your hair. And I said, yeah, it took a lot of spray to get it like this. She was like, oh, I didn't think you'd need something like that to keep it up or something. That's like a gross keep, like erection joke from an old lady. And I was like, oh, this is how the evening's going to go. Oh, anyway, my God. And um, then we were walking about and um, there was this guy there. He was really tall. I something Amos maybe it was a pretty tall black guy he used to he was an American basketball player and he was there with his boy with his boyfriend his boyfriend went to the toilet and I said why don't you ditch that loser and go out with me and he couldn't wait to get away from me and then <laughs> later on we did speak to Joan at some point and then um George was talking to this old man and I went over to him and I was like, George, they've run out of champagne. This party's shit. Let's go. And um <laughs> yeah he was talking to uh, Joan Joan's husband getting some good quotes from him and I ruined it. <laughs> well, both our stories end in us going, this party shit. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, it yeah, so makes sense why we became friends. <laughs> yeah, I know. So then we left the party and we were just so drunk in the street that we both fell into a, a big pile of bin bags. Well, I'll tell you what, next time I get thrown out of a party, I'm absolutely voguing for 15 minutes in the doorway because, you know what, I'm going to show them. I don't need you to have fun. I don't even need music. Exactly. exactly. It's the only way to give them two fingers right out the jacksy. Well, more than two fingers to vogue. You need a flat palm, really. Um. Um, so RuPaul, as well as that advice, is directing the queens. And I think she's quite good. I think Ru actually does direct them quite well. Yep. She does, yeah. However, Angeria, this we've said every week, she's good at everything. She's slaying. This finally acting seems to be her Achilles heel. Yeah, not a good week for Angie, I have to say. I know, she really struggled. However, I mean, not to get to the end before we get there, she, she, she still kind of was all right in the challenge. So she. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, she clearly struggled to get there. I think they were just trying to give her a bit of... Um, because she didn't have a lot of energy during the rehearsal, I think. And um, she was just... Because she's been so prominent the last... Um, well, since the beginning, like, to have, like, a slightly off week. I mean, even the cast said at the time, to have slightly off week, everyone was a bit like, um, I hope she's all right. So maybe just, you know, she's just a bit tired, maybe. <laughs> well, it was a good week to have an off week because they mm. had no bottoms. Exactly. Which, <laughs> we all know what which is unheard of, in, Which is unheard of in West Hollywood. <laughs> so we find out... This is quite unusual but we found out the category before it's time for it because they all are discussing it. They use it as a segue to bring up the pride sex thing. Oh, right, yeah. Mm. So what do you think of this whole debate? Um, well, other than the fact that Daya is again talking about herself and winning, like in the VTs, and then again in the... while well, they're doing their makeup and stuff. Shut up! Um... What do I think? What do you mean? What do I think about chaps or about? Um... So it was the debate. I think that which is, uh, Pride is a daytime event, and sometimes people come in like kinky wear, leather, dildos. Oh, I see. But, no, but then people no. want to bring kids to Pride. So, but then the gay people, the gay people, like we're not them. Some gay people are like, well, it's our event. We should be sexual and allowed to do that. And like, it's not for your kids. But then it's like a debate about how family friendly Pride should be. I think. Well, I think uh, Pride is always family friendly. Fine, and um, you know, dressing up, dressing up. No, but dressing people up and stuff. Rolling around in daytime doing drugs and giving blowjobs. <laughs> Whenever you I'm mean, there, not that I'm involved. <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, obviously, you know, you're drunk all day at Pride and, uh, you know, people are walking around, you know, dressed up like with their asses out, etc. Um, people... I have a name. Pride is, 
Pride has been go Pride has been with your hairy with your hairy De- Deja Sky with your hairy cheeks and your big brown smear. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> But what I was going to say was that, yeah, the Pride has been going on for a long time. So, I mean, I'm sure people didn't bring kids to begin with, but now, obviously, LG, well, LGBT, <laughs> he brought his own kids. Um, <laughs> now, of course, LGBTQ people are, um, you know, it's much more accepted and people and people teach about, you know, gay people in school to preschool. So I think, um, yeah, it's fine. You know what you're doing if you're bringing, if you're taking your kids to Pride. So you're not going to go there and be like, oh, dildos. So um, I don't know. I don't know why you. I don't know why it's a debate. If um, yeah, I would say that obviously anybody who takes their kids there know knows what they're getting in for. My friend Kate said her child at school, high school, just recently they had LGBT month and they had loads of like gay lessons and all the books Brilliant. at school have gay couples in and it's all. I mean to use maybe the wrong expression, being rammed down their throats. So, I mean, (laughs) it's kind of nice in a way, but I also think at the same time, I mean, I can only think of my time when I was in school, if there'd been loads of gay stuff like that, I would have been worried, oh, the the people who are calling me gay are just going to do it more. But I don't know. No, I would have... No, but the whole difference is, is that when... If it's taught in preschool, um, kids don't have any prejudices. They're not racist. They're not homophobic. They're they're, no, they're nothing. So if you teach them about stuff like that when they are young enough that it makes no difference, then it basically negates them being homophobic later on. And they wouldn't say they wouldn't say gay in the, in the playground, and they wouldn't like that. These things wouldn't happen. So um, the earlier you teach them about like you know about you know Black History Month or you know or LGBT Month or whatever, like the the earlier the better because they because that shapes who they will be when they're adults they only learn that bullshit from from their parents or their grandparents or something so um this is why it needs to be done asap so i think it's completely right thing to do yes it's learned behavior mm-hmm. um did you see as well that well you did because you watched the episode that maddie left a nice i, did, I missed that bit <laughs> mad well, you missed deja sky's asshole <laughs> thank god Ma- where you said it was a crack not the hole <laughs> <laughs> it was a big black hole the um, hole of the moon <laughs> Uh, Maddie sent a nice note to Jasmine saying, show a country girl around the Big Apple. And I think she now knows Jasmine is officially a woman and now wants to fuck her. Oh, that's a bit... <laughs> that's, a, that's a reach. She's got a girlfriend. I mean, Maddie's got a... Yeah, Maddie's got a girlfriend. They might but maybe, I mean, But they obviously... Um, they obviously... Yeah, I mean... You, Maddie would definitely be with a trans woman. I mean, you wouldn't... like, Or maybe even a... A Twinkie boy, I don't know, but um, Twinkie yeah, boy. I th- maybe the- I think there's you know, there's- oh, wait, hang on, it's because they had an argument, that's why he wrote it. Yeah, I know, I was only joking. <laughs> oh, sorry, I was trying to read. <laughs> sorry, I thought we were having a serious conversation <laughs> 20 minutes in. I was joking, by the way. Um, <laughs> I'm not joking about this. I think RuPaul gets my hit of the season with this orange gown. It's oh, wow, I mean, for her. Not hit of the whole season. Oh right, um, yeah, it's nice. I mean, like I, I always think Rue looks nice. It's only sometimes like does she look a bit crap? But I think again, she's I'm been ju- having I, a bit I, of a downward spiral recently. To be honest, mm, but maybe. this was a, a gem. The wigs have been quite boring this season. Yeah, very crunchy. Uh, <laughs> but the Queen of Weaves, T.S. Madison, she's back and always a welcome joy addition to the panel. Oh, yeah. I would say. Oh yeah, mm, me too. Um, so chaps. Um, what did you think of Willow and her bondage hands ponytails? Can I just ask you quickly if you've got chaps or worn chaps? I have not worn chaps, but I 
um, if I d- ever did do it, and if I was on this runway, I would definitely do a Christina Aguilera dirty tribute. And I'm surprised no one did really. But so you'd have you'd have dirty chaps like um, Shazazel. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would. <laughs> right, this was my hit of the week. It was my hit of the week. Yay! I, I think partly I don't know if it is because of this, but you know, because we love. Catwoman, Batman Returns so much. Yeah. So whenever I see that black, I mean, it's not even leather, is it? What is it? Like PVC. Vinyl. Yeah, oh, it just is beautiful. It's sexy. Mm. It's yeah. just, and then the, she didn't even need the hair thing, but that just made it even better. And it's just like, it's creative. You mean the, you mean the arms for the wedgie? The arms, yeah. Well, it was double, it was double. It was like the, the arms are pulling up the wedgie, but also holding her hair as well. I mean, it's fucking brilliant. It's sexy, it's funny, it's drag. It's like mm. everything. Yep. It absolutely, hands down, one for me. Yeah, me too. Uh, what about Bosco and her pink country look? Um, yeah, it was a bit boring, actually. It was a bit like, um, you know, like, a, like what you'd wear to a country and western square dance rather than drag race. It was giving me the early noughties thing. I gave it a hick, mm. she looked good, but yeah, well, I wasn't... Um... It wouldn't have been out of place in a Steps video. Well, that's a reason to give it a hit for me, I would say. <laughs> Sorry, if I got you love Steps. Yes, very, very, very much so. Um, Deja, ironically now arse covered. Um, I know, and um, down to the other end of the scale, this is my shit of the week. Oh, that's a bit harsh. By the way, she had another outfit for this. It was a bridal chaps, but she didn't wear it because they'd already done a bridal challenge. I forgot when they did the bridal. Oh, it, as part oh, of the when ball. it was. Oh, well, yeah, but again, blinking, you'll miss that because um, there was a million outfits in one, so she should have done. Well, true, but because of that, she didn't want to repeat, so she made this outfit the night before using the fabric wall. So that is very impressive. Oh, well, it's quite impressive, but not that impressive because she looked more like a big blue cheese. Um, <laughs> and frankly, frankly, I didn't like it. It was just the same. It's just the same sort of thing I didn't like when she had those big horrible trousers on the other week. Those 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 mauve trousers it's just oh and with a mingy face as well all episode and not great acting she should have been in the bottom well i do agree that i haven't been liking all her outfits and all the fabric but i thought this was better fitting than most my issue was the big orange wig was too big like that hair swallowed her up but the actual outfit i thought flattered her shape and i gave it a hit actually a reluctant hit well it's my shit of the week so you just have to lump it I love that you call her a big blue cheese. <laughs> um, well, my shit of the week went to Kerry and her big Bigfoot look, which is just was like a. You said Deja had a mingy face. Kerry had a mingy everything. Just like a huge, massive walking minge. I mean, we know you're trans, but you'd have to rub it in our face, Kerry. I quite like this actually, hairy chap. So I gave it a bit of a hit. Not my shit of the week. Um, I don't like those hats with no tops to them, and they're awful. And, um, and they've and all been ha- doing it this season. I know, awful. And the ha- and her um, the hair was too long because you couldn't even you couldn't see the back of the chaps. So um, even though they were hairy chaps, it was just a big old hairy hairy mess. But um, yeah, no, I'm going to go with you and say it was shit. Yeah, and I just, I think hair never looks good on outfits. And no. I think Kerry doesn't have good taste. Wow, <laughs> fucking bitch. Um, I think she does have good taste and maybe this was just a, a bit of a miss. But she did oh, say that it was real. She did say it was real human hair though. <laughs> You've got to give her something there. No, I'm not impressed. And I'm not impressed by Georges in what I described as a burlesque, burlesque nappy. Cause yes, and it, was <laughs> and it wasn't chaps. It wasn't even within sniffing distance of chaps. And, no, and it, no. And it didn't even look that good. And she's worn something like this before. She comes out in 
nude illusions that are nude delusions that are not her skin color <laughs> and then ill-fitting weird garments that aren't the thing i know and but I'm not you, having cannot, it. you cannot take away from the fact that she moves like perfection she's beautiful facially she's the most beautiful i would say but also her move her movements like the mood like the way she walks and holds herself as a dragon is just fucking amazing sorry one of the best well just because you're beautiful and walk well doesn't mean your outfit also has to be crap like no i agree it looks it looks like a cheap old bit of doily with some with some jewels on yeah and then surprisingly angeria i didn't love her I mean, this gave me ABBA. Everyone was saying Cher, but her gold chaps. Um, yeah. I thought they were yeah. a bit matronly and a bit awkward. Water, water moo, really, rather than water loo. <laughs> in, put it in the loo. And I gave it a shit, which... <laughs> water poo. Ah, there you go. <laughs> water poo. Um, <laughs> I was defeated. <laughs> I was defecated. Um, what did you think of Jasmine in her graduation look? Um, well, I was getting Yellow Jackets vibes, which I quite liked. Um, and I know we're going to do um, a show on that for the Patreon. But um, I didn't like it. Um, I, it's just It just was a bit weird and plain. I also didn't like it. In fact, it was in the running for my shit of the week. I just thought um. it looked ghastly, really. But I also mm-hmm. don't... We don't really have these graduation colours, so maybe I didn't fully... Yeah. Get that nostalgia. But bit. she was like, shout out Spartans. All right, babes. I don't think she has good taste either. And you just can't, and you can just imagine how many of the, the football team railed through Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> so the big iconic moment, I guess, from this episode that will be remembered was, apart from the farting, was Lady Camden. Her faux fall. Her faux fall. Did you fall for it? Fall for it? Yeah, I did, yeah. I mean, you, you couldn't really not. I mean, the way, it I was, did, yeah, obviously. Yeah, and the way, obviously, the production did it was to make it sound like it was real. They put the music on like they do with a normal fall. And um, it must have, it clearly gagged Michelle and Rue. They didn't know it was coming. And um, yeah, really clever. I mean, it was that was the best part about it there because the, the actual outfit itself wasn't that good. Well, I was even nervous to say this because I thought it was controversial, but I agree with you because I love the fall. But to be honest, it I didn't get a massive Freddie Mercury and I've seen the outfit and it is a Freddie Mercury outfit, but it's not for me. Oh, is it? Because I didn't recognise it as, an, as a... So, he, what, so when he wore chaps, basically. Yeah, and he wore that outfit. So it was a recreation, but I'm a big Queen fan and I didn't clock this outfit. I'm a big obvi- Queen. I, 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 <laughs> I obviously got the moustache because that gives it away. But I mean, I wouldn't have known she was doing Queen without the moustache. And I Because the hair was wrong as well. Like that yeah, floppy, floppy hair. The that hair made was no wrong. Sense. And then she was still in drag, but doing Freddie. And it's a bit weird when you're like... Doing yeah, it should have been like a like a Freddie Mercury short hair wig underneath underneath the big wig that came off, rather than this floppy normal hair. Yeah, and then I liked the big wig that came off, so it felt mm. to me like she'd gone down. She looked worse afterwards. <laughs> yeah, so I did. I gave it a bit of a hit because obviously it's like she did something that's not been done before. We all fell for it. I haven't heard of anyone saying that they saw through it. So what a brilliant thing to pull off. But yeah. I still don't really like the clothes that much, so I can't gag that much. When I don't... No, I mean, you know how sometimes when they do a, a reveal and they turn turn around and they look fucking amazing, you're so gagged. I mean, it wasn't like that. It was a good reveal, but you weren't really gagged afterwards. No, and I love Freddie Mercury, so I was glad she, as a Brit, paid tribute, yeah. but it just wasn't my favourite. Um, so, Daya, Daya um, her businesswoman special, I loved the Romeo and Michelle reference, 
Um, I give it a hit. I agreed with Michelle. I thought she looked really cool. Uh, no, Michelle was said it was one of the best looks she's ever seen on the runway. It wasn't that. I mean, I thought it looked good, but I didn't think it was well, even that particularly well fitted. But um, it was not the best, but it was, um, I thought, found it a little bit boring. But um, yeah, it was all right. I think it was the best she looked, Dyer yes. looked, but that's oh, yes. not saying much. Um, yep. So we get the director's cut of Daytona Wind and Rue mentions that something was missing and she put it in. <laughs> so early on we find out that obviously farts have been added in to this acting scene. Um, so you've already kind of said you found it funny at the beginning, but then yeah, not so much. It's wore a bit thin. Yeah, I mean, I was the same, where some people said they didn't find it funny at the beginning, but then like started to find it funny because it was so relentless yeah um but ignoring the farts what did you who was good and who was bad well i have to take slight umbrage re- really here at um um everybody saying that willow was just doing a moira i didn't even rec- i didn't even, I, you know how much i love moira rose i didn't even spot that oh i did I, th- I put it down in my notes before it even came uh, up. well i didn't um i thought she was just doing i mean and you know she was just doing a funny voice i mean you know Catherine o'hara doesn't own a funny voice and she wasn't doing um an exact replica. So I thought she was really good. I thought they were the best thing in it, actually, the prostitutes. Bosco was um, really good. I thought Lady Camden was really good. And Angie was great. The only people I didn't think were good at all were... Um, I I know they bang on about how funny they thought Jasmine was. I didn't agree. And I didn't agree with um, uh, Deja either. Deja. Oh, fuck's sake. Deja. I didn't, I didn't think she was very good either. I agree. I didn't think Jasmine was as good as everyone said. And I agreed that I think Deja would have maybe been the bottom if there was a bottom. Georges and Kerry were fine. Um, yeah, I agreed with all your opinions. I mean, Willow, I I think she's done this a few times now. I think she thinks putting on a funny voice is the extent of the acting. She did it in the improv challenge mm. and she did it here. And I, I think it's getting a bit one-trick pony-ish. And I did immediately think of Moira Rose and I thought she was doing that. And I agreed with what the judges later said, that it's almost like taking a joke that someone else has already done. No, not to the judges, just Michelle said that. Well, I agree with Michelle. Um, <laughs> but we find out that Deja, Kerry and Julia are all safe. And then I was really confused at this point, because I was like, well, who's in the bottom? So, because mm. I thought Deja was definitely going to be there. Uh, but then Yeah, we fi- exactly. If there was someone was going to be in the bottom, it was going to be Deja. So the fact that they sent her away, I was like, that's weird. And it's annoying because maybe this would have been a good week to lose her. Get, get rid of her. <laughs> I mean, I don't have as much issue as you do with Deja, but I mean, she's clearly not going to be making it that far. So why, why are we flogging yeah. a dead horse? Yeah, exactly. But however, I did, I mean, I like, there's there's a certain, you, you get a bit of, oh, I'll spit it out in a minute. This is my COVID brain. Sort of like a, a adrenaline rush, a bit of a thrill when everybody wins. Do you know what I mean? Or there's or there's or two people stay, etc. Because you're because you feel good for them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I did like that. And I mean, the thing is, it's just like of all the challenges, this challenge really. Because I mean, there have been challenges in the past, like the Madonna Rusical in season twelve, where no one really did badly. Yeah, and those would have been good weeks to say, do you know what? No one's going home because you were all so amazing. This one was clearly a little bit more because Cornbreads left the competition. I think they have an extra episode. <laughs> yes. So Yeah, exactly. They had the room. Um, otherwise, I think they would have put, um, yeah, Deja in the bottom at least. Yeah, I think Deja and Angeria might have lip-synced this week. But yeah, like you say, and a lot of them did fine, so it was, it was okay. So who do, No, do when the- nobody was obviously bad. I mean, you get these challenges with some people, like Kimura, for example, were just fucking shit, and no one was shit. 
but usually the person who's in the bottom, they'll edit them really badly. So clearly, because there were no bottoms, they all got a favourable edit. Oh, right, yeah. Um, <laughs> so who was who would have been your top two queens? Because we have two for the lip sync for the win this week. Um, it would have been um, Lady Camden and Willow. So I would have said probably Bosco and Lady Camden, I think. I did like I did like Day Daya. I thought she died Daya. Oh yeah. I did I did like her, but she just she just miffed me off the whole episode and the last episode that I'm just a bit like meh. Oh yeah, maybe I do agree with Daya in the top. Maybe yeah, maybe I agree with how it went. Although Lady Camden, I just didn't find any of her bits funny, but I guess they No, not really. They weren't written funny. So she couldn't really help that. Um so Daya. But she was actually good she's actually quite a good actor though. Like she is. She's the the um this because she did a bit of slightly serious acting in there and it was and it was quite good well that's the thing we've been saying for the last few weeks she should have won and the previous mm. acting challenge i thought she should have won and the other ones um so she's finally getting it on a challenge where she probably wasn't the best but it's um she's owed it yeah and daya feels like she's owned the praise that she's finally getting she cries uh so that's sweet that's sweet. and michelle clocks the moira rose thing on willow which you obviously don't agree with but I'm well, no, but she just banged on about it. And it's like, people do funny voices all the time. And then even Rue has to stand up for do Willow. They? And, 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 <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> oh, that really, that, that really gave me a shock. Um, <laughs> yeah, Rue had to stand up for her and say that she's been doing Fade Away for years, which she has. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, it was just mm, slightly mean-spirited, I thought, of Michelle. So she had to go on about it. Oh, do you know... Um, you've, been, you've been doing Madonna's face from the 90s for the last 50 years as well, babe. Says you, voguing outside Kate Moss's house. Um, <laughs> can I say, I had a big weekend of watching films because I was meant to be on holiday. And mm. I re-watched ones I've already watched and I cried at every one of them. Titanic, mm. Thelma and Louise, oh. Terminator oh. 2 and The Kids Are All Right. I swear to God, I've had so much fun this weekend watching these films. And my advice to everyone is... Don't try and watch new films. They're all shit. Go back and watch the classics, because... Oh, my God. I, I, watch, I watch Aliens at least twice a week. We started that as well, yeah. That's just the classic. I mean, you can't, you can't fuck with um, James Cameron, really, apart from... You cannot fuck with James Cameron. Of course, yeah, you watch two of his, two of his masterpieces. Um, you know, Terminator quite, 2 is one of the most entertaining films of all time, honestly. It doesn't age, that film. It's so No, ex- exactly, and that's why I love Aliens so much, because it is... I mean, I know it's ultimately a war movie, but it has the beginning, middle, end. It's perfectly crafted. Um, so, and that's what I think he does. I know, he's like a genius, isn't he? Mm, um, yeah. Okay, so Rue Farts. Um, and by the way, I have to say, because, I mean, were you with us for season 12? I don't think you were, were you? How fucking dare you? Yes, I was. No, you weren't. Um, but... Yeah, because they had to finish, because they had to finish it in the, uh, during the lockdown. That's season 13. Oh, I no, can't... No, because the, um, wasn't it season... Yeah, because um, Thingy Bob did take on me in the final. They did finals in their own homes. Yeah, I know you watched it, but I don't think we recapped it together. But basically, I was furious at the time, because Rock'em Sokra, Rock'em Sokra, she got sent home for doing a fart joke um, early on in the season. And oh. they were like, oh, a fart joke, bit like, t- a bit tacky, a bit like, 
Oh, really? Yeah, and now they've done a whole challenge on it. And I thought of that as soon as I watched it. And then Rock'em Soccer did a funny tweet about it, being like, when I get an All-Stars, I'm going to shit on the stage and they better applaud me. <laughs> but um, it's true. They, they, the show is so inconsistent. One minute it's like, oh, fart jokes are easy, they're lazy. And then the next week they fucking mm. dedicate a whole ten minutes to nothing but Exa- farting. Exactly, exactly. So there'll be, a, there'll be an episode of um, Drag Race UK episode. And the fourth season where they talk about fucking grannies melted old fannies for the whole episode. <laughs> you know. Don't talk about Michelle like that. My good friendship. <laughs> so we find out Georgia's is safe, Jasmine's safe, Bosco's safe, Willow's safe. So the top two are Camden and Dyer. And they are lip syncing to One Way or Another by Blondie. Which One I... Way or Another. <laughs> I love Blondie. It's not one of my favourite Blondie songs, but I guess it's still an okay lip sync no, song. No, I love it. In fact, I, I do... It's not as good as Maria. Oh, I love that. bitch. That's one of my favourite songs, yeah, period. And I, I love me Sunday too. Girl. Mm-hmm. I love Heart of Glass. Probably would be hard to mm-hmm. lip sync to, but that's a great one. I love... I mean, Blondie... Uh, really should be regarded as one of the greatest bands of all time, if you ask me. Uh, no, I don't agree with that. But um, <laughs> I, think, I really thought you were going to be on my side then. That kind of caught me off guard. <laughs> <laughs> I just think, um, I don't know, the lipsy was good, but I, um, yeah, the, ba- the, ballet, the ballet was a bit annoying to begin with. But um, other than that, I mean, it was a clear win. I thought Camden won, but I wasn't that gagged by her moves because I didn't think it channeled the song. I thought the ballet, like you said, didn't go with the... It's quite a punky song. It's an aggressive song. Mm-hmm. I think you need to sell face and a bit of like... I think Adore Delano would have done it well or like Sasha Velour. Oh, yeah. Need so she served, she, served good com- she served good comedy. Um, like, like um, Daya did like a, you know, an air guitar, please, during the air guitar bit. But, please. Um, but, but, please. Daya But Camden did some good comedy bits, so I think she won because of her comedy faces. There were moments, yeah. Her split was a bit crunchy. I think she'll be really good at lip syncing to a different song, but this, for me, didn't work, especially because I didn't like the Freddie look that much. Um, but I'm glad she got the win. She deserved it. She did at last. Um, from previous weeks, but we get no elimination. And then I was hoping that next week's preview would say Snatch Game, but it's not. It's a singing challenge. Oh, for God's sakes. How many people are there left? And they, um, I don't know, I think seven. And then they tease like maybe Jasmine and Kerry falling out, which is very weird because in Untucked, they have a very emotional bonding moment. So, mm, so I guess yes. we should talk about that now. Well, yes. Yeah, so, yeah, the Untucked was... Um... Yeah, it made me like Jasmine more. I mean, so obviously she... So Bosco talks about being trans, who's come and she's obviously come out as trans after the show. Kerry is trans. And then um, Jasmine, very emotionally, and this was proper gutter crying, wasn't it? This was right from the heart. You couldn't... You can't deny that. Oh, God, yeah. Ugly crying. So that's when mm, you know it's from, 100%. The, from the heart. But I mean, it's like, Jesus Christ, every week this the cast is becoming very predominantly trans. It's like... I know, I know. And I can, Kerry would have even cried if her tear duct still worked. But, um, you know, she tried to squeeze out a couple of tears. But I, I thought that, I mean, that was really genuinely moving. I thought when she said, you're everything I would want to be. And if I was half as beautiful as you, I would... I would be happy. That was just lovely. If somebody said that to me, which they never would and never have, <laughs> I'd be really pleased. I would say it to you. But I would. <laughs> but the thing is, I mean, not to be, it's not my place to criticise anyone's 
journey like that but it seemed like to me it was a lot I felt like it was a lot about a superficial thing which is about looking beautiful whereas mm. for me I, I know we've seen a lot of drag queens in the past talk about how like Akira and Eureka start to transition and then change their mind and didn't and mm. I think it is confusing when you work in drag as like who's yeah. who are you and all this stuff so I get that and I I think it's a very brave of maybe Bosco's story. yeah maybe Bosco's made a bit more sense because um she was talking about how being Bosco like almost satisfied that part of her whereas you know had she, she'd had to work in customer service so she, maybe she was working at Walmart or something and getting he hemmed like every day like that was you know that maybe pushed her where she didn't have a chance to be Bosco at all for a whole year so because of the pandemic so I think that's that rang true didn't it yeah it all makes sense and it doesn't have to make sense to anyone else anyway it's not my position to judge I just felt like for Jasmine it was a lot about almost not being able to give mm. up the glamour of drag and I thought yeah. well that I know a lot I think a lot of trans people would say that's mm. not really what they consider for them it's like I am I get, I get it but um, I think you know if you look at the VTs for example um Kerry is obviously she's very female presenting. Um, she looks, you know, perfectly like a beautiful woman. And I think, um, you know, maybe that is what um, Jasmine's talking about because I mean, she's she herself is you know quite female presenting in the um, in the VTs like you know the long hair and the glasses etc. So I think maybe you know is it's I think maybe because they were doing and because she was talking about beauty etc. Um, I think maybe there was more to it in her defence. Yes, I think that's a good way to sum it up and a good way to sum up this episode, which I think has been <laughs> glorious. Um, and please... I, can I just say that I, I would come up to a, I would come up to an A if we included Untucked. Let's include Untucked and do an A. It's an eight. It's an eight. And um, please join us for UK versus the world, which is coming to a cinema near you. Well... <laughs> Um, we have, well, I've been lapsed with setting a date, but I think what we're going to say from now on is we're going to try and get UK versus the world out every Friday. Yep. If we're late and it's Saturday, we're sorry, but we're trying. It's hard with two episodes a week, but we are doing our best. I know a lot of you are wondering where the episode was on Saturday. Please don't have a go and throw eggs at us in the street like usual, but there we go. But please do throw crystal meth or whatever. No, I'm joking. Or crystal method. <laughs> Or Crystal Versace, who won season three, even though Sam's not aware. Because <laughs> he was too busy voguing outside to know who won. Thanks for listening, Thanks for guys. Listening. We'll see you next week. Click, 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 click. click, click. click. <laughs>